Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes, it is a movie time. Time for real reviews. We can't go to the cinema, but there's lots to watch online. And Niall O'Brien is our man in the know. How are you doing, Niall? I'm doing pretty well, yeah. I mean, it's a lovely day and things are kind of where this, this new adjustment has been made, I think, a little bit for people. I mean, I know it's not ideal, but, you know, we're, we're all hanging in there together. That's the main thing. Absolutely, we are. And you have cheered me up immensely this morning because oh, really? uh, I'm loving the fact that you have Ryan Reynolds on my running <laughs> order here. You know, you yeah, know, that's I mean, the way to my heart, you know. There's only one person who would be better than Ryan but unfortunately, I didn't have any news for him. Okay, uh, we'll, let, so, yeah. we'll let that slide. Ryan is a good second best to Keanu, do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, yeah. So this is, I mean, like a lot of people, I've been spending probably more time online than I should at the moment. And uh, I came across uh, a, an interview that Ryan Reynolds uh, gave on The Tonight Show, uh, or sorry, The Late Show, yeah. with Stephen Colbert in the US. And um, he talks about basically what he's been doing He's self-isolating with his, his beautiful wife, I'm afraid, Sinead Blake, Don't Blake Lively, her. Don't and his three her. lovely daughters, and his mother-in-law as well. But, oh, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he's talking about, you know, kind of what he's been doing as well uh, during this time. And um, he, obviously, uh, he ha- he's a very wealthy man, so he, you know, as, as a lot of film stars are. And he talks, I suppose, about a little bit of the responsibility that he feels. I think we have a, a little clip here I about do. what he's done. Yeah, here he is talking about uh, sort of what his donations and all the rest, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. You, you, you and Blake have actually done some wonderful work charitably so far in response to the coronavirus pandemic. T- tell the people what you've done in, in ways they might be able to help as well. Well, um, you know, I'm not really in the business of telling people what to do necessarily, but I, I do think it's incumbent upon, you know, those who, who can give back to do so, particularly in a time like this, you know, um, people that are struggling to pay rent, they're struggling to buy food and, and, uh, you know, food I think is a national security issue and, um, pretty much, you know, treating people in this country with dignity and respect. That's, you know, that's part of the integrity of democracy. So I, I, I just felt it important and Blake felt it very important to give back. So yeah, we, we, we made a, a pretty, uh, sizable do- donation to food banks in, in both Canada and the United States. And then, you donated um, one million dollars to food banks in the United States and Canada, and four hundred thousand dollars to New York hospitals. And you're giving back with your companies, uh, Aviation Gin and and Mint Mobile. How can people? How does Mint Mobile giving back? You have a you have a mobile phone company. 
I loved Mint Mobile. I used it for a year before I bought the company and it's, you know, 15 bucks a month. And, you know, for you get the same service everybody else is paying, you know, 65 or 100 bucks a month for. So it just made sense to me. Uh, and particularly in times like this, it's, you know, it's something we were able to give back a little bit there too. We're able to give everybody free uh, data, you know, having uh, access to telecommunications in a time like this is an essential service. So, uh, yeah, it was important to us to, to do something there. I think most companies, if they can, need to be doing something. They need to be giving back in some way. Uh, I, I, ju- I just love him. I just love him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and if you like, I mean, I love him because I think he's very, very talented, very funny. He doesn't take himself too seriously. But I mean, I think what he says there about companies who have a responsibility at this time to do what they can to help people. Um, it really resonated with me when I saw this. And I, I'm not a big fan of actors getting on, you know, the political podium, if you like. And like, who knows? I mean, there could be a lot of wealthy actors who are giving to charity that we don't know about. But I think it's no harm for him to say, I've done this. And if you have this amount of money that you can spare, you have a responsibility maybe at this time to help people. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, OK, so what's next? Um, well, uh, I have it here on my itinerary. It says Shades, uh, Sinead's Mystery Corner. So I don't Yes, really uh, I have bamboozled you, Niall O'Brien. <laughs> I have really. bamboozled you. You know the way you like to surprise me with the quiz? Uh, I, no, I don't have any, any <laughs> recollection of that. Well, I have surprised you with a quiz. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know the way we were re-watching? So I had to re-watch Silence of the Lambs and it got me thinking, you know, I wonder does Niall, you know, know his stuff about Silence of the Lambs, okay? Okay, so, so, so you're going to give me a Silence of the Lambs quiz. I do, but hang All on. Right. I need to get my music. Hang on. Okay. Okay, Niall. 25 questions. Okay, okay. Which famous actor passed on playing the role of Hannibal Lecter? Now, it's not the actor who played the role in the in Manhunter, is it? No? No. They didn't want him Really back. not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I think so. But Brian Cox played Hannibal Lecter in no. Manhunter, which came out years, so it's not him. Um, can you give me a clue? Um... You love this guy. Uh, he's in a big, big franchise and he started off the franchise. That's a massive clue. He began the franchise? Yeah, like hey. he was the first actor to begin this franchise. And you love doing impressions Sean Connery. Of yeah! Sean Connery, yeah, there we go. Oh my God, Sean Connery. Ah, Clarice, it's lovely to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be awful. Apparently, he, he passed on the role because he was grossed out by the film and didn't want to do it and didn't want to be associated with it. Now, another he passed kind of, on a lot of films he like did. that he should have taken or he, well, whatever about Silence of the Lambs. But, yeah. He did, he did. Uh, okay, can you name the actress that was the first choice to play Clarice? Uh, no, I mean, I'm going to need a... a, a again, again, this is a franchise, well, she's part of a franchise that you love and um, she would have been the first person to play this role as well back in the 90s. An evil character. Comic book Oh, an evil comic booky character. Michelle Pfeiffer? Yay! Hey. There you go. Uh, well, which, your clues are good. Which famous scene was very much improvised? I mean, it must be the one where they, they talk to each other uh, and he's behind the glass and... <laughs> No. No? No. Okay. Uh, Very famous scene that was improvised was actually Buffalo Bill's dance. Oh, right. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, the the actor who's escaping my mind just now, Ted hang Levine. on. There Ted he is, yeah, that, yeah. Do I get a point for that? You get a point, half a point. Um, he very much thought that he should dance. 
you know, in that yeah, bit. And yeah. I th- fair play to him. Uh, you have to know this. How many Oscars did it win? Oh, I, I'm really bad at kind of, I'm going to say eight, maybe, I don't know. No, I'm bad at remembering Oscars. <laughs> it's, it's good, but it's not that good. It's not right, no. <laughs> it won in the top five categories. Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, Best Adapted oh, okay. Screenplay. And last one for you. Any ideas who Anthony Hopkins took inspiration from to create the original character? Okay, there's three people involved here and one is not human. One is not human. So, so who he, did he channel? Who did he channel he to play? channeled two real people and yeah. a non-human person. Yes, from an amazing um, film by Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick. A non is it is it how yeah okay yeah so that's, that's a one human person and the real people the real people uh, one is an incredible actress deceased now amazing uh, and the other is a journalist who um, there was films written about him and he's a connection to to kill a mockingbird okay well Truman Capote is yeah. the journalist yeah and then the actress it's not. Bette Davis or Gloria Aviator. Swanson, the Aviator. The Aviator. Oh, no, oh, no, no um, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. There you go. There you go. I, was, yeah. I, I panicked for a second thinking I gave you. <laughs> all right. No, you're all right. You're right. There you go. Hey, not bad. Considering yeah, all yeah, the help I, mean, I gave you. <laughs> thank you very much. Well, I mean, so that was, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Maybe <laughs> next week we'll have a. a no, 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 quiz. no, no. It was just a surprise quiz just for today. That's the end yeah. of the quizzes. Uh, anyway, moving on to our random reviews. Do you want to go first? You have uh, the uh, wife. No, I think because we're talking about Silence of the okay. Lambs, maybe we'll go straight into it. And only because I think I put this on the list. It's not a it's not a unknown movie, but yeah. we, we don't know how long we have. And maybe we want to rewatch movies that we know are good. And I'm, I'm curious as to how it's it held up for you. Well, as you know, released in 1991, adapted from the 1988 book by Thomas Harris. So this is the mixture of horror and thriller to Oscar winning effects. Now, probably one of the films, the first films that scared the absolute wits out of me because I think because Hannibal Lecter is a real life boogeyman. He's not a ghost, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for ages, I couldn't watch Anthony Hopkins afterwards. So powerful was his performance of Hannibal Lecter. Nobody could surpass his magnificent performance. So as the film goes, Centering on Jodie Foster, she stars as Clarice Starling, a top student at the FBI's training academy. Jack Crawford, her boss, essentially wants Clarice to interview Dr. Hannibal Lecter, a brilliant psychiatrist who is also a violent sociopath, uh, psychopath even, serving life behind bars for various acts of gruesomeness. Uh, Crawford believes that Lecter may have insight into a case involving the disappearance and uh, let's just say mutilation of women uh, and that Starling as an attractive young woman may be just the bait to draw him out and uh, yeah it's it's it still holds up it's still absolutely just the powerhouse performances from them all my stomach still leapt when Anthony Hopkins appeared on screen my god right has there ever yeah, been a yeah. me- more menacing look it's the eyes it's all in the eyes and it's a really yeah, intense and the thing posture and everything he really yeah. does look like a like he's 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 stocky and if yeah. you like and he's wearing that jumpsuit but he looks like a powerful Guy that oh yeah, he is behind bars, but that, yeah. he has all the power. He has all yeah, the power, yeah. and young Clarice doesn't know what to do at the start. But again, it's kind of got they've got this really kind of warped relationship with each other. You know, at the start, she's kind of um, this young, wide-eyed kind of you know student. Uh, you know, she still wants to learn from him. He's kind of you know cutting her down a bit. You know, the scene where he says about you know the the, the your handbag and your cheap shoes or something he says to her. Mm. Um, you know, he's trying to cut her down a bit to, to his. 
level. So there's this really weird back and forth going on. You know, even though you know what's going to happen, it still frightens the daylights out of me. And my stomach was still in knots the whole thing. It's got this perfect mix of drama and horror. Not one member of the cast puts a foot wrong and you can see yeah. why it's an absolute masterpiece of cinema. I highly recommend a rewatch, um, <laughs> but not those who are faint of heart <laughs> like I am. Okay. Do we need to give it a, a star rating? Or? Oh, five stars. Five stars. Five. I can't fault oh, very it. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't fault it. I'm not going to play a clip because it will frighten people. No, no. <laughs> um, so I randomly rewatched uh, The Wife, yes. which was the 2017 drama that Glenn Close was nominated for Best Actress for. Um, and it's uh, written by Jane Anderson and based on a novel by Meg Wolitzer. And it follows uh, uh, Glenn Close and Jonathan Price as Joan and Joseph Castleman, who are a married couple who've been together for 40 years. He's a successful writer and he's been... Just he finds out at the very start of the film that he's nominated to receive the, or he is going to receive the Nobel Prize for Literature in Stockholm. So he heads off to to Sweden with his family, and um, you think from the outside at the start they have a perfect marriage, but as the film develops, you see that not only are there cracks in it, but that Joan, who is really the the central character, played by Glenn Close in this, um, she's very unhappy and has you know she's questioning kind of. Her, her choices that have led her to where she is now. Uh, so I think we have a clip here. Yes, we do indeed. Yeah, do you want to key it up? Yeah, so this is basically, they're in Stockholm. He's being fated as the, the genius um, and he's off interviewing uh, for magazines and interviewing particularly with um, a, a very attractive young lady. Well, he sends her off on a, on a tour uh, of the city to kind of see what things are like and this is when she comes back basically from that and she's had a few drinks as well and you know it's it's basically I think people in social isolation maybe will, will uh, recognise <laughs> a little bit behavior. of this kind of tenuous fractious uh, conversation Okay What the hell has gotten into you? I don't like to be lectured to I'm not a child <laughs> Oh Damn it Joe What? Are are you going to stop throwing your clothes all over the floor? I am so sick and tired yeah, of picking me, it up me, after you. What's that? Uh, I got hungry. I bought some walnuts. Let me see it. Hmm? It's just a walnut. Can I see it? What are you talking about? Can Give I see it? Give it to me. What are you doing? Give it to me. Don't be ridiculous. Give it, it to me. <laughs> so, while I was out being a drunken lush... You were seducing the luscious Linnea? Nothing happened. Don't you dare insult my intelligence. Don't you dare. Nothing happened. I put a stop to it. Oh, bully for you. Yeah, bully for me. And you know why I put a stop to it? Because I was worried about you on some tour bus, feeling neglected. So I come back here so you wouldn't be alone. And what happens? I end up waiting for you. Oh, oh, I should have let you know I'd be late so you could finish... You're a photographer! I'm not even attracted to the woman, okay? <laughs> Look, all I was worried about was you. Oh, I'm touched. Oh, yes. A lot yeah, of tension I mean, there. <laughs> yeah, and um, I watched this when it came out. Um, uh, I think it was the 2019 Oscars that she was uh, nominated for, and she mm. lost out to uh, the favourite, um, Sophie Goldman in the, in the favourite. Um, but this is a fantastic performance from Glenn Close, and that's the reason to watch it. Um, watching it the second time, you really, there's a, I don't know if you call it a twist, but there's a revelation that happens halfway through the film that um, 
you know, when you watch it the second time, you see in the early part of the movie how subtle her performance is and how fantastic it is and nuanced. Um, yeah, so I would absolutely recommend this uh, for fans of, of good acting. It's, mm. Like I say, it's based on a book, so it's a bit, lit- you know, it's people in rooms talking, basically. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I would say it's it's four stars, but it's a, it's a great movie. It's on Netflix now, so... Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Check that one out. Okay, so what's our, uh, let's let's pick random numbers for next week. Oh, yes. So you go ahead now and pick a, pick a random number. Okay, I'm just going to say three. Number three. Three, okay. Let me go all the way up here. So... Always be my maybe, which I think you've seen as well. But no, I don't think Keanu so. Reason. I don't think so. Okay. Who's in that name? Right. We, we talked about it. It's a, it's a romantic comedy, a Netflix romantic comedy, and Keanu features in it. Yes! I enjoyed it. <laughs> hey. I don't think Ross enjoyed it very much, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. Cool. Okay, that's my one. And I'm actually, rather than my random number generator, you just pick a number for me here. Okay, let's go with 17. 17 is The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's, it's actually directed by a fantastic actor uh, called Chitwell Ejiofor, I think. Yeah. Um, let me just bring up the description of it here. So you um, haven't seen this before? I haven't seen it before, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, the directorial debut of Chitwell Ejiofor, um, a true story told in English and Chechua, a language from Malawi about a young boy who's expelled from school because his parents can't afford tuition at the same time, his village is struck by a variety of natural circumstances that bring them uh, the threat of drought and famine. So it sounds interesting. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing sounds that. Sounds uplifting stuff for you there. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. There's a thing yeah. called catharsis. You don't have yeah. to just see upbeat stuff the Exactly, whole time, so. exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and on that, a lot of people, will, like, we got to our recommendations now very quickly because a lot of people are talking about this. I have no clue what this is about. I saw someone uh, uh, talking about it on Twitter and ranting and raving. It's, Tell it's me about everywhere. Tiger King. Yeah, Tiger King. Yeah. Uh, Tiger King or Tiger King Murder, Mayhem and Madness to give it its full title <laughs> okay. so this is a, a true crime documentary mini-series on Netflix that uh, it's about a guy called Joseph Allen Maldona Passage or Joe, Joe Exotic as he's, he's known and I, I've only seen the first episode of this uh, but it's enthralling so it's about basically these guys in America who are um, you've got two factions, if you like. You've got um, these people who own these exotic animal parks and they have these, you know, big cats in in captivity. Mm-hmm. And you've got, um, you know, uh, uh, basically uh, big cat rescue people or animal rights people who are very much in a opposition to them. Um, and a bit like Cheer that I talked about a couple of weeks ago, you you kind of go, well, I don't really have any interest in people who own exotic animal parks, but it's such, these people are all so obsessed about it, and it's such a fantastic story. I, As I say, I've only seen the first episode so far, but um, I can't wait to see the rest of it. So cool, I would okay. say, if it sounds like, I mean, you'll see it, Netflix are really kind of Pushing it, yeah. publicizing it. It's the first thing to, that comes up when you... Uh, when you open your thing, but yeah, it's it's worth uh, it's worth a look. He's a fascinating guy. This guy, he was a he's a, a policeman. He was a country music uh, uh, singer or put out country music uh, <laughs> records and ended up owning this uh, this Greater Winwood Exotic Animal Park in Oklahoma. And it's about the kind of the machinations and the politics around yeah this this small kind of clique of people, if you like, who are interested in 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 that field. 
Brilliant. Well, listen, Niall, that is all that we have time for this week. But thank you so, so much for joining us for Real Reviews. You're very welcome. Thank you.